Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your show host, Debbie Gardner McCullough, DG McCullough. I'm a narrative coach, a communications coach, and a mental fitness coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. In each episode, the Sage Sayers unpacks communications, tips, and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all around the world who found the gift, the opportunity, and even some knowledge in life's inevitable challenges. For this week's episode, I'm reading from Medium, my article, I Inherited Dire Slides, Now What? As presenters, we often inherit the slides from others. Some slides and approaches feel fantastic, a joy to receive. Other times, clients lament inheriting awful slides and wonder how to stay authentic and stand out. The biggest stressor often comes when the slides belong to a boss or manager, in which case, how do we go ahead with the presentation without offending anyone or falling back? That's the communication conundrum we're tackling this week, and I promise that with these tools, you can and will prevail. Tool 1. Determine what flexibility exists. Check as you receive the slides how much the person presenting you with these slides wants you to follow. Some small but curious questions can reveal a lot for your strategy. How much of these slides do you want me to follow? What's the logic and hope or intent for this section of the slides? How do I speak to the parts that I don't understand? How do you feel if I modify areas to align more with my expertise or to help me feel more close to the content and therefore more compelling? Tool 2. Understand the logic. As you're gauging the response to these careful questions, determine what's really going on. If the owner of the slides insists that we follow their slides, the push, in my experience and based on what my clients tell me, comes from a conviction that theirs is the best way. I want to showcase certain things and for them to stand out. Fear or worry that we won't showcase the right things in this very important moment with this very important audience. Control, either through fear or perfectionism. Tool three, negotiate, change or modify what you can. When inheriting truly ineffective slides, I do recommend modifying bits and bobs where able and to do so through a lens of Brevity, trust that less equals more. Clarity, know that clear messages always go more smoothly. Tone, believe that any message that sounds like you will have more impact. Narrative, know that effective storytelling requires integrity and authenticity with the subject matter. Audience-centeredness. Can your audience endure the status quo? Appeal to the slide creator's logic as you negotiate more of you versus them in your presentation. For example, 
if you're really wanting to emphasize X, dear boss, how about a short story instead of five slides on data? Tool four, accept, pivot, and incorporate. With your understanding clear of the boss's intent and hopes and how much flexibility exists, now you have what you need to modify what you can. Perhaps you can make small tweaks like a compelling intro slide with a visual versus words, a photo to which you tell a story, visuals or tables to compress swaths of details, a focus to drown out too many numbers, drill deep into the ones your boss says stay most important to the topic. Tool 5. Wing it and riff it. On presentation day, here lie a few tactics my clients have incorporated to make the presentation their own, interesting and timely, while not offending their boss. Tell a story, personalising otherwise dry information. One scientist tasked with presenting to a new CEO felt lumbered with her boss's dry slides he insisted that she use. She found that by adding her own unique insights with the studies and the subjects who touched her life, she brought things to life. Introduce yourself and how you relate to the topic in sincere and heartfelt ways. One product manager at a giant finance house introduced herself to a C-suite audience and expressed her enthusiasm and love for her team, their work, and the honor that she felt just for being there. None of this language existed in the slides that she'd inherited, but who could dispute or feel offended with her heartfelt words? Share insights on why you care about this information. The same manager added the timely elements and the purpose and importance of their work, especially in this time. Setting up the introduction in impactful ways helps the audience listen and helps you stand out. You can also speak to the slides without reading them and paraphrase. Loop in your boss throughout the presentation to indicate that you hear them and respect them. You may ask midstream, what did I miss, boss? Anything to expand on here? Ask them to take over the parts that you really don't understand. You could gently hand over the mic. Well, this slide, I'm not quite sure how my boss interprets it, but I know that he or she can fill us in. Here lie my closing thoughts on inheriting presentations that don't mesh well with us nor with our personal brand. I don't subscribe to the idea that those at the top speak or write the best. It really does depend on the individual, their competence and their talents. So if it is authority that drives you to blindly accept a presentation, not setting you up to succeed, counter that idea gently and ask, what would my audience really want me to do here? I hope today's musings on making a pretty dire presentation more interesting and more authentic to you provide some good tactics to play with. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now, and you'll find the link to this article published via Medium in the show notes. Good luck. 
You've been listening to DG Matala with The Sage Sayers, a podcast on business communications and mental fitness, finding the sage approach to life's challenges. If you'd like to coach and train with me on any communication or life challenge, visit my website, hangingrockcoaching.com or find me on LinkedIn with the hashtag Brave Communicators. Both links you'll find within the show notes. I want to thank my producer, Doton, for his elegant edits, making these episodes beautiful in ways far beyond my skills. You can find Doton on Fiverr under Titan32. And thank you to my coaches all over the globe who spark creative ideas for each episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.